Welcome to Thoughts in the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those ideas together. It's Friday, June 4th at 2 p.m. in London. One of the pleasures of hosting the Friday slot of this podcast is that once a month, I get to speak to you immediately after the U.S. reports its monthly jobs number. This is probably the single most followed piece of economic data across the market, as it speaks to both the health of the economy and also how quickly the Federal Reserve may have to adjust its interest rate policy. After disappointing figures last month, today's data was more mixed, but broadly in line with expectations. This speaks to ongoing uncertainty around the true state of the economy, uncertainty that we think will persist over the summer as data remains noisy. But it also speaks to a central dilemma for the Federal Reserve and a fascinating economic debate to watch. The Federal Reserve's job isn't easy, but maybe, just maybe, for the last year, it's been pretty straightforward. The Fed has two mandates, to support full employment and stable inflation that's around 2%, and these can often be in conflict, as a stronger economy can lead to higher prices. But for the last year, the labor market was weak and inflation was unusually low. Throw in a devastating pandemic, and there was a clear case for the Fed to provide major support to the economy, even as the stock market recovered. But now it's getting more complicated. Readings on inflation have started to pick up, even if our economists think that some of this pressure is temporary. The labor market is getting better, notwithstanding some recent noisiness in the data. And while much work remains to be done, higher vaccination rates are improving the outlook for the pandemic. In short, pillars that have supported extraordinary action by the Federal Reserve are all starting to shift. That means the support will be withdrawn. The question is, how quickly could this happen? At Morgan Stanley Research, our expectation is that the Fed will try to withdraw this support gradually. We think it will announce that it's slowing or tapering its bond purchases in September, start actually doing this in April of next year, stop buying bonds altogether in April of 2023, and then start raising interest rates for the first time in the third quarter of that year. But why such a slow, gradual pace of action, especially as we're also expecting economic data to be quite good? Well, it comes back to jobs. In the U.S., there are still 8 million fewer people working than there were prior to the pandemic. Not only is getting these people back into work an important part of the Fed's mandate, but this suggests that there may still be an ample pool of potential employees. And that should mean that further job gains are very possible without creating a labor shortage or more dangerous inflationary pressure. That is how we think the Fed sees it. That is how our economists see it. But time will tell. We think there's a strong willingness by the Fed to keep monetary policy as easy as possible for as long as possible to maximize the chances that more Americans can return to work. The debate, therefore, isn't going to be about willingness, but about ability. Is there really a large pool of available labor still out there in the market? Can wages rise without driving inflationary fears? And I note that the wage data in today's jobs report was actually pretty good. And is such a gradual, well-planned exit of policy possible, given the realities and uncertainties of the economy? This is a U.S. story, but one with global implications. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Thoughts in the Market on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 